When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Welcome to the Drake Sports Media Podcast Network. Stories, conversations, and access to everything Drake Athletics. The Drake Bulldogs, Des Moines' hometown team. Welcome to another podcast, Drake University Football with head coach Todd Stepsis. My name is Chuck Reed. Coach, how you doing? Good. Game week. Uh, we thought we had game week last week, and then all of a sudden that didn't happen. And so... Uh, you know, you just have to, to get by the um, the disappointment of, of not playing and just feel fortunate that we have the opportunity to play uh, regardless. And so, um, yeah, we're just excited to have another opportunity to be at home. We love being at home. Um, you know, we love Drake Stadium. We love playing uh, here in Des Moines. And um, it's supposed to be a fantastic day weather-wise. So hopefully, uh, you know, people will be looking for some things to do on Saturday and come out and check it out. I have to check and see if I can actually wear shorts to the game. I don't think I've ever done a game in shorts, but uh, this could be the one time I get to do it. 75 and sunny here in Des Moines on Saturday, the expected weather forecast. So, well, let's back up before we move forward and talk a little about Stetson and what exactly happened. Um, I think it's very important that everyone understands that none of this was your fault. None of this was on Drake. This was simply an issue with Stetson. And COVID and the testing that they did told them not to play the game. Is that pretty fair to say? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you know that's that's probably what can help you sleep at night is that you um, you know that that us you know Drake football we did everything in our power um, to 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 play that game and so you know we've been testing three times a week for gosh I don't even know how how many weeks now and. Um, you know, knock on wood, you know, every single time all 100 plus, you know, players and personnel have have tested negative. And so, um, you know, yeah, the, the, the cancellation wasn't on our end. We were you know, really looking forward to, to going down there. Um, you know, I, I was asked the question, 
you know, you know, were you looking forward to playing the game? Or were you looking forward to being in Florida for a little bit? And, um, you know, I think from a player's perspective, they were really looking forward to the game. You know, we, we had a great week of practice. Um, we felt very prepared, ready to go. We felt like we knew them and we knew what they were going to do. And, um, you know, we just, you know, we were, we just felt, felt like it was a great week of preparation, you know, but, but for the, from a coach's perspective, uh, you know, I, I'm definitely, you know, I'm, I'm bummed. I was bummed out that we missed the game. But I was more bummed out also about um, us not getting a chance to have our guys experience, you know, that kind of trip. You know, we we had, uh, you, know, you know, great accommodations. We had our charter flight all booked, ready to go. And, um, you know, it was going to be a, a first-class trip. And, uh, you know, that's a, a tribute to, to our administration and always, uh, you know, doing everything they can to make sure that we're, we're doing things first class. And so I was bummed that we didn't get to play because you know, I thought it was going to be a great game for us and, and we were going to look back at the outcome and be happy with it. But uh, you know, I was bummed that our guys didn't get a chance to, to participate. But you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, and, you know, we didn't get a chance to play that game. Uh, you know, the reason we don't know why, but, um, you know, we weren't supposed to play it for whatever reason that is. We just moved on, but, you know, really, you know, from a timetable perspective, you know, we got uh, our team meeting on Thursday and uh, that in the morning, uh, Thursday morning, the, the head coach had, had contacted me and let me know that, you know, they had, uh, they had some positives that were earlier in the week, but they, they felt like through contact tracing um, that they had everything under control. And, um, and then on, uh, you know, right before our team meeting on, on Thursday, you know, our, our administration pulled me in and said, hey, they're, they're looking into this a little bit deeper. Um, you know, they, they may have some more issues, uh, but, you know, just, you know, operate like you're going to leave and, um, you know, don't, don't do anything until we, we know for sure. So I, you know, I appreciated, you know, our, our people here at Drake um, trying to, uh, you know, not really pushing the panic button, but making sure that, that, that they were, you know, hey, this, you know, this isn't a good idea. Let's 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 make sure that you know all the facts are straight and we're we're all on the same page here. And and so, uh, you know, we they, you know, we we got the commissioner of the league involved. We got you know medical personnel on both sides involved. And and you know, once we 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 heard you know what was going on there and and how um you know, they they had a few more positives and you know could potentially have more that they don't know about yet. Uh, you know, the, the league and the you know, medical people thought it was best that, that we just stay at home. So we, we found out, uh, you know, officially Thursday, right after our practice, um, you know, we found out that we weren't going. So I had to make that announcement to the team. And, um, you know, it, it's a, it's probably the equivalent of coming down the steps Christmas morning as a kid and there being no presents under the tree. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was a kind of a deflating um, couple minutes there, but Again, we got a resilient group. They were, you know, they they knew that this this could happen, and and they were prepared for it. And so, you know, Friday we got a great lift in. You know, lots of energy in that weight room. They they really blew off some steam if they had any, uh, you know, aggravation towards the situation. And um, and we gave them the day off Saturday to catch up on their studies and to heal a little bit. And then Sunday we got back to work. So, well, you know, long long story to what kind of happened there, but um. You know, the team is uh, ready to play and they're anxious to play. And I would say probably the positive to all of that is that, you know, when you're playing an opponent twice uh, and you beat them the first time, you know, maybe you're not as, um, 
dialed in and, and you're not as edgy as, as you were or, or you could be. Um, but, you know, that's not the case. You know, they, they, you know, COVID proved this back in the fall and then it's done it again where nothing's guaranteed. And so, um, you know, they're attacking this game like this is the only game um, that we're going to get a chance to play the rest of the year. And, uh, you know, that's that's the mentality that we're trying to build here is, you know, every week is for the championship. Every week is the uh, only week that matters. And um, and this week is it's Balpo. I know that the players got Saturday off, but as a coaching staff, you guys worked pretty hard this weekend. You had some virtual visits and uh, camp invites for the summer. You were you were working hard on the class of 2022. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's have a great program. You've got to learn. Uh, you know, really. You know the recruiting piece is, is number one and it's key. So you have to be able to recruit the right type of people in the program. And once they get here, you got to retain them and you got to develop them. So, um, you know, just because we weren't playing didn't mean that, uh, you know, we were going to um, you know, take it easy from a recruiting perspective. So we, we did, uh, we contacted um, a few of our guys, uh, you know, 2022 guys, uh, you know, to, to watch our game this weekend. And then, you know, we were going to go through it uh, with them on a virtual visit on, on Sunday. So we didn't have the game, unfortunately, but, you know, we still, you know, did a, a virtual Zoom, you know, with all those guys, you know, 60-some guys. And um, and uh, I, I thought, uh, you know, we, we taught them a little bit more about who we were and, and, and they got to know us a little bit better. And our, and our camps are up and running too, so – you know, not only do we have our, our prospect camps in July for all those 2022s, but then we've got some youth camp and some elite uh, camp high school camps um, in June and July. So all those camps are, are full steam ahead. We're excited. Uh, you know, hopefully it's a sign of things getting back to normal. You're listening to a Drake University football podcast with head coach Todd Stepsis. My name is Chuck Reed. All right, coach, let's move forward now. Valparaiso on Saturday, supposed to be a beautiful day. Two weeks ago, you traveled to Valparaiso, defeated Valparaiso 17-6 to in a defensive struggle. Um, just your thoughts on going into this game. Uh, you know, I, th I think, um, you know, when you watch Valpo against Butler twice, you know, it's funny the deja vu that we're going through here. So, you know, we're playing the same opponent and we're, um, you know, their latest opponent that they're playing before us is Butler. So, then kind of a, you know, surreal feeling, but. You know, I, I think that the the emphasis on both sides of the ball is probably going to be very similar. You know, their their strength is in their run game. You know, they've got uh, you know they've got a great weapon at running back. You know, with you know with the Washington kid. You know, he uh, you know he obviously had that big game opening, and then you know you know we we handled him, but he was a little hobbled. Uh, you know, there early, so you know he probably didn't get as many touches. You know, our first game is. Maybe they wanted him to get. So I, I anticipate him being a big part of the game plan. Um, you know, their their QB uh, did some more damage with his legs uh, this past weekend. So I, I think, um, you know, Duncan's going to try to do a little bit more. Um, they're going to use him a little bit more in their, in their running attack. But they, they want to stay on schedule. They want to move the chains. They want to control the clock. And they're going to do that with, um, you know, some downhill physical, you know, running game. So. Yeah, I see that as part of it. I, I see them pushing the ball to the perimeter, you know, maybe making easy throws, uh, you know, maybe some death sweeps, but um, I, I don't see them dropping back and, and carving us up in the air. You know, I, I see them, you know, using, you know, the running back and using, you know, their, their quick slot receiver and, 
and then and adding the QB as a running back to to get another hat involved um, in the running game to, to try to move the chains and to continue to stay ahead of schedule. So that's what we expect the first week. I don't see that changing much uh, the next week. Now, on defense, you know, we we have to do a much better job in the passing game, you know, and, and that's no secret. You know, you know, against San Diego, we needed to do a much better job in everything on offense. And, you know, the first game against Valpo, we ran the ball um, at times very well, um, but we still haven't gotten anything going, um, you know, through the air. So, you know, we need to we need to complete some, some balls. We need to, you know, hit open receivers. We need to catch the ball when, when we can, get our hands on it. And, um, you know, they're, they're excellent on third down, and, and we need to convert third downs, and we need to sustain some drives. And I think if we can get a few completions early, get in some rhythm, uh, you know, I like our running attack, and um, I like our running backs. You know, Caden had a great game, uh, you know, when we played him earlier, and I, I expect uh, him to be a big part of, um, you know, what we're doing along with Cross Robinson and, and, and June on and Braden Hartwig, I, you know, I, I see us still trying to run the ball, but, you know, we need to, we need to hit a couple throws early to, to loosen them up a little bit. And then again, just to, to sustain some drives, you know, because we have some weapons at, at wide receiver, we just haven't got them going yet. You know, I was impressed with Valparaiso's defense. I thought they played hard. Uh, they had a good scheme against you the first time, uh, Drake and Valparaiso played. I was I was impressed with their defense. Yeah, I, I think um, it starts up front with them. I, yeah, I like I like their edge defenders. I like their tackles. I think they're very active. They move really well. They're 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 older guys, so they've seen college football. They've played it before. And again, anytime you've got veterans going against younger players, uh, you, you're gonna have some advantages. And so um, you know, it's gonna be you know our offensive line continuing to improve. And again, if we can handle those front four, um, you know, I, I do, I do like, uh, I like our matchups in other places. But man, you know, you know, you kind of hit it on the head. You know, they, they did a great job of of running to the ball. They did a great job of being physical at the point of attack. Um, you know, they 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 tackled fairly well, and um, and they've been very opportunistic. You know, that, that's the one thing that you could say about them is, you know, they've, you know, they've taken the ball away and they protected the ball. You know, we, we, we got, we got a couple turnovers in our game, but um, for the most part, they've, they've done a nice job as far as winning turnover. Yeah. One of their cornerbacks, Keon Turner, freshman from Chicago has a turnover in every game. He does. He's had three on the season, one in each game. So they have taken the ball away and uh, set themselves up. I know a couple times against Drake in good field position for the offense. It's, it's just the offense couldn't take advantage of it uh, when you met the first time. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I think their, their corners are, are, you know, they can cover. And then, um, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I think he's had uh, you know big takeaways in all their games. You know, as far as yeah. you know, the, the big interception last weekend, they they got him, a, you know, the up two scores, and then he had a fumble recovery the first time he played him, and he's had another interception too. Now he's not even listed as a starter. It was a pick against us. Yep. Yeah, he on did an overthrow. So. Yeah. Yep. So that's yeah. He's you know they they've got they've got good talent and they've got them dialed in and they're playing. They are looking to go three and one to start the season for the first time I think since two thousand seven, and of course Drake in this series has won seventeen games in a row. Looking for number eighteen Saturday against Valparaiso. 
One o'clock kick at Johnny Brightfield. Hope you can make it out again. Weather forecast, near perfect. 75 degrees, sunny. Uh, if you're looking for good weather to go to a football game, you're not going to beat this Saturday. So come on out uh, to Drake Stadium and watch the Bulldogs play Valparaiso. We've got a uh, player again joining us this week, and really not a shocker, but it's our third defensive player in three weeks. And the way the defense is playing, we may have another one next week. Who knows? But uh, why don't you tell us about tonight's guest, Coach? Yeah, so um, you know, defensively has been it's been a real treat to to watch these guys uh, grow and, and get after it. And you know, it's it's you know, we have a saying: the the star of the team is the team, and the star of the defense is the defense. So. In order to play at the level that that side of the ball is playing, you've got to have consistency at all three levels. And you got to have a defensive line that's going to dominate the line of scrimmage in the run, but they're also going to be able to, you know, to create pressure and, and to get quarterbacks feeling uncomfortable. And you got to have a second level that can make those those first level guys right, you know, because you know, we you know, we we give the D line some freedom, you know, to make plays because we don't want them just to be block you know, absorbers, you know, we want them, we want them to be active and make plays and then you gotta have guys that can cover. So, you know, the D line can have an extra half a second to, to get home. And so, um, you know, you could go up and down the list of, of the guys that have played and there's been a lot of them, you know, which is again, a, a good thing about our defense and how they've had depth. they know, play a bunch of guys, but I don't think anybody's been more consistently great. And um, in both the run and the past, than uh, than Max Johnson. So Max Max is with us today, and he uh, he hails from Xavier High School in Cedar Rapids. Incredible program, um, incredible coach. And so we knew when we got Max, uh, the talent piece. You know, we were going to figure that out. We knew we were going to get a guy that knew how to work, and we knew we were going to get a guy that knew how to win, and we knew we were going to get a guy that's going to be a great team. Sometimes those things are uncoachable, unteachable. And so we knew we were going to have that. And then it was just a matter of, um, you know, Coach Cash doing his wizardry and, um, and how he develops those D-line. And, um, you know, we graduate a slew, and then here comes a brand-new slew, and, and, and they're performing at just as high of a standard. And, and again, it's a tribute to Coach Cash and how well um, he does in developing the talent. But – Man, you know, Max, um, we always knew he was going to be good, but what I didn't realize is he was going to be so versatile. And if you look at him, you're like, oh, D-tackle. D-tackle body, D-tackle. But he does things athletically, and he has a skill set where he could play, he, you know, he could play a, a shade. You know, he could play a three-tech. He could play a five. He could play a, a wide nine in, in, a, in a passing situation. You could play him anywhere which has really helped us. So if we ever get thin at one spot, we always know that we got Max as the emergency guy. But, man, I mean, he's playing such a high level and always around the ball and um, fundamentally sound. And, you know, I think the big difference between this year and years past is it's now translated into splash plays. You know, probably one of my favorite plays of all time in, in my 21 years of coaching was his interception in San Diego it was pretty awesome watching him bat the ball in the air and then the ball just kind of flying. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And then in a situation that it happened where we had just given up a touchdown and then 
turned it over in our own territory real quick to, to see that was, you know, and, and there'd be no points to that. But yeah, so Max is here. That was a long intro, Max. Uh, but yeah, Max is with us today. Happy to have you, man. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me come on with you guys. I'm excited to get this going. Mad Max, how you doing? Pretty good. You know, just got done with uh, third practice of the week here. So continuing to gear up for Valpo this weekend. Excited to get a chance to play again after not being able to last weekend. So, What was that like getting the news from Coach Stepsis on Thursday that, hey, Stetson's got a COVID issue and uh, the game's canceled. So what was that like? It's something we knew had a good chance of happening this year. But even then, like, when we get the news, it's just kind of, like, devastating because, you know, there's so much that we go through to work and get ready just for, you know, in this case, six Saturdays. You know, it's really show what we put in. And then you get one of those, you know, taken away. It's it's tough, but, you know, it was also good this weekend. I know a lot of the guys got a chance to relax a little bit. And uh, I know – this Monday, I felt a whole lot better than I did some previous Mondays. So, uh, looking at the bright side, I feel a lot fresher. But you know, it's, it's still it's it's tough news to hear when you when we only got so many chances to show what you've been working on. You come from Cedar Rapids, about a hundred and what 10, 20 miles away. How did you end up at Drake? Talk about uh, the journey uh, it took to become a bulldog. Uh, well, I knew in high school I really wanted to play football. Um, just a matter of where uh, and then uh, step coach step came to my high school it would have been uh, late November I believe um, it was the first time I ever heard anything Drake my senior year and uh, right away I was really interested my grandpa played at Drake um, back in the 50s so there's that connection too and I remember step showing me like hey we got all these pictures I'll send you a picture of your grandpa's name on the wall the tunnel we walk out and then I took a, a visit in January and like immediately I just knew right away. I'm like, yeah, not only like I like this place, but Des Moines like a place I could see myself being for a long time. So that would, that's what really sealed the deal for me at the end there. Max, um, Coach Steps just brought it up a few minutes ago. Uh, your interception against San Diego. First off, did you ever dream of getting an interception? And why don't you talk about the play and what it means to you? Definitely dreamt of it. Um, I I figured it would have been a lot more likely last season when I was playing a little more D end, maybe dropping in coverage on one. But uh, no, I mean Cash has us working on that stuff every day, and he's actually talking about it today. You may get one chance your entire career, but we put on all these reps because it's such a big opportunity, so you can make the play. And you know, I I tip the ball there. I honestly normally tip the ball here, go straight down or goes back. So I wasn't really expecting it to be right there. And all of a sudden it just kind of crossed my face and stuck my hands out. And luckily it fell right in there. You and Deion Sanders just picking off passes. Got a long ways to go to catch him. <laughs> right. Hey, want to ask you about a play at Valparaiso, which I thought was one of the biggest plays in the game was your tackle uh, on fourth and goal from about the one yard line. That was a key play in the game. Talk about that play. And I'm sure you probably like the interception more than the, the fourth down tackle, but still uh, talk about those, that play right there and how it compares. Um, well, really that, a big part of that was just, I was, I was in at DM in that play and the, 
two D tackles. Oh, it's the twink in my mind who's in, but they got such good knockback. There's just nowhere for him to go inside. And uh they tried to they tried to double the D tackle next to me. And I'm blanking on its name. It's it's gonna kill me, but it, it kind of left me where I, I didn't have too much resistance because uh they're they're trying to go up the middle and when uh they stuffed that I all I had to do is really just make a tackle there. Um comparatively, I mean they're honestly pretty close. Um, uh, I personally, I especially up until recently, I had struggled. I had struggled with like making tackles and stuff a little bit. So being able to make a tackle on a spot like that was huge, and also just like for my personal confidence. Um, and that one kind of felt more like less like a fluke play, more something like you know that I would say it didn't earn the pick, but you know it kind of just fell right there. So. I almost like that fourth down stop a little better. Interesting. All right. Hey, we want to ask you, um, I, I'm really enjoying watching the defense play right now. I mean, you guys are just running and covering and playing downhill and getting in the backfield and covering guys. I mean, it is fun to watch the defense play. How much fun is it to play on that defense on the field? Oh, it's I mean, it's, it's so much fun. I, I love it a lot. And what really makes it fun is knowing we got the freedom. So we got guys, you know, like Ryan Kasseri, Will Kulik, Declan Carr behind us as D linemen that we know if we play aggressive, that they're going to make us right every time. So we have that freedom and you know, there's really just nothing better. It really isn't. All right. Now run game and rushing the passer, which one you like better and maybe most importantly, which one have you gotten better at since you came to Drake? Um, definitely gotten a lot better at the run game. Um, the My first couple of years, I could not take on a double team to save my life. Um, I get knocked back. I get pushed out of my gap. Um, and it started to click a little bit here uh, in the last year or so. But there's nothing better than rushing the passer. That's, that's always going to be the best. That's... So what we live for is if you can get a team down where they have to throw the ball in a two-minute drill, that's, that's what you really work for as a D-lineman. Got an interesting question for you. You play with a lot of different guys. That defensive line, in and out, different guys all the time. I'm always looking up just to see who's in the game. But do you have a favorite playing with a defensive tackle, or doesn't it matter um, whether it's Hooper or Shipla or whoever's in there at the time? Shipwell and Jay Rich, I've, I've had the most experience playing with. So, like, if we want to run a, a certain pass game, there's, like, some stuff I know about them a little better that helps a little bit. But, honestly, in general, it doesn't really matter because I know, I mean, whoever Cash throws out there, I mean, I, it puts them out there for a reason. And, you know, everyone out there is going to do well. So, you know, Jay Rich and, and Hooper, I got a little more chemistry with just because they've been around. I've been around them a little longer. But. Honestly, it's just fun playing with everyone out there. And Coach Cash, uh, he does such a great job with all you guys, but uh, it's got to be a lot of fun playing for him. Yeah, he's he's a little bit of a different coach, but uh, he's yeah, he's he's one of the best. Uh, he's step talked about in that intro. He's developed just great player after great player. So many uh, before me that he's he's made so great and that have also helped me too. And, you know, he, he does make it fun. Like 
he'll he'll make sure to remind us that uh you know we we pay to play football here so we better be enjoying it so you know we definitely do and he's he's a guy who's played here too so he knows knows what it's like to go through everything as well so yeah it's it's a blast playing for him one last question for me tell me about your major and uh maybe what you want to do in the future yep so i'm a finance major um, I'm in second semester of my senior year, but I will be coming back uh, next fall to be able to play uh, my fifth year. Um, right now, I'm uh, still looking for full-time job to finish up after that senior year, um, something in financial advising, um, as well as my dad also runs like a small uh, um, futures company. So um, that's something I've been looking into too, but uh, yeah, just something with finance. I actually switched about a year ago. I used to be a actual science major and uh, decided that wasn't the way to go. But uh, no, I've really enjoyed all the schooling stuff here at Drake and finance department and all the great professors I've had. Coach Step, you got anything for Max? Um, yeah, I just, uh, I remember that day uh, coming into school. I, you, know, I, you and I had never met before. And um, Coach Schulte just kind of threw your name at me. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, you should take a look at this Max Johnson guy. Like, he, he's going to be – I think he'd be really good for you. And you walked in the door. I'm like, all right. Like, we got a big body here. I like this. This, yeah, this guy's going to be all right. And I, I don't know if you ever knew this, but he – several times after that. So, you know, so when you, when you committed to us and I let him know – and then, you know, after every year where, like, I would talk to him. So, I, I'd, we'd always reach out to our um, recruiting areas um, in, like, March, you know, to see, like, who's the next guy. And then, you know, you, you may talk to that coach again um, in the fall. And then you talk to him again, you know, maybe in the winter if you're going to go into the school. And every single time – he asked how you were doing and that he's going to, he's going to be one of your favorites uh, before it's all said and done. And he's like right on the money. Like he called it and he called it like, again, you know, when I let him know that you were coming here, he was like, he's going to be great. You're going to love him. And he's, you know, you're, you're going to, and you know, I just, I, I think, you know, you, you've made a lot of good plays for us. Um, you know, really this year in particular, but what'll stand out to me is that um, you, you're always willing to help out uh, younger guys. And so, you know, um, you know, when you guys were doing some things on your own and with the offensive line, um, this was back, uh, I think it was in the summer or in training camp last year uh, in 2019, like the young guys would stay out after practice and like all the older guys kind of went in because they were tired, but you always stayed out there and helped those younger guys out. And I thought that was pretty cool. And so that just, again, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, coach Schulte, you know, he was right. You know, I'm glad we got you. And um, I'm excited to see how you do this weekend. And then, you know, for your last year, it's gonna, we're going to have a, you know, we're going to blow it out, man. We're going to do it right. Max, thanks for joining us today, and good luck on Saturday against Valparaiso. Yeah, thank you, and thanks for having me. You bet, no problem. Max Johnson, Cedar Rapids, Iowa.
senior defensive tackle and uh, having just an awesome year, just an awesome year at defensive tackle. Um, we'll probably get a lot of first place, all PFL votes. Um, I don't know who wouldn't vote for him the way he's played first two games because he's been in the backfield half the time, but uh, having a great year and he will be outstanding in the fall uh, with a summer of weightlifting and uh, conditioning. He's, he's just going to get better and better. So glad to have Max with us and look for him on Saturday. Number 77 is Max's number, number 77. Look for him in the backfield. That's all you got to look for is Max in the backfield and Mad Max will be taking care of business. Coach, uh, I know I'm going to ask you this in the uh, pregame interview, but uh, what are some of the keys you think to Saturday against Valparaiso? Well, you know, we, we always talk about this formula for winning. And so no matter who we're playing, um, takeaways and explosive plays. You know, if, if you are, you know, plus in the takeaways and you get more explosive plays than, than they get, uh, you're, you're going to win a high, high percentage of games. I think over the seven years I've been here, I want to say our winning, I think there's been a couple games where that hasn't held true. One of them was Iowa State, where we, we out explosive played them and, and we won the turnover margin um, and we lost that game. But, uh, you know, very, very rare, you know, for you to, to, to not, for the outcome not to be favorable against you guys. So, you know, we, uh, you know, we were even in takeaways and we were, uh, we were plus in explosives the first game. So, um, you know, like I said, they, they do a good job of taking care of the ball and they do a good job of, of creating takeaways. So I think we've got to, we've got to make sure that, you know, we're winning the turnover margin. We've got to get some explosive plays. I think in particular in the passing game, you know, I, I think the ability is there in the run game, but uh, man, you know, there, there, there's some opportunities there where if we just make an accurate throw or if we just catch the football, um, you know, we're going to get a good chunk of yards. And, and you know, so whether that's, you know, you know, areas behind backers and in front of safeties or whether that's along the sideline or whether that's, a, you know, maybe a shallow crosser that gets cut loose, um, you know, where we've got some speed, you know, not running those things. You know, we, we, we need to we need to take advantage of that. And then, you know, I think on, on defense, we just got to continue to play how we played, you know, and and, you know, the opportunities that are there, we got to capitalize on them. So I, I think of our first game and you know, we had two interceptions. But uh, we could have had two more, you know, we could have had two more. We had, uh, uh, you know, I remember Jackson Williams dropped one in the in the uh, flats near their sideline. And then we had, uh, you know, Declan could have had two. Um, he had one that that hit him in the wrong hand, the clubbed hand. And, and he gets dropped. a little he gets a little leeway wearing a club. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't get on Declan too bad for not being able to catch a pass one handed with a club. Yeah, but, uh, you know, but we, we just got to capitalize on both sides of the ball. We have got to capitalize on, you know, mistakes that they make because um, you never know, you know, what play that's going to be. And, and, you know, on offense, we haven't done that yet. And, and you know, defensively, we just got to continue to play how we've been playing. Well, I think one thing you can tell the defense is that despite the fact that they've only allowed one touchdown in eight quarters to start the season, they haven't scored yet. They need to get a touchdown. So use that as motivation. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would, yeah. that, 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 that could be something else. We can get that done. 
Yeah, can you imagine after three games giving up one time, touchdown, scoring a touchdown, you'd be tied? <laughs> that would be an NCAA record, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think anybody could say that, where they've, they've, they've scored as many touchdowns. They That one year, Alabama, man, they, they felt like they had a touchdown, a defensive touchdown every every week for like every game, every game of the year, like 12 straight weeks. Hey, but, anytime uh, you can be compared with Alabama, that's okay with me. I think they're doing oh, a good yeah. job. Man. But, uh, no doubt. Hey, good luck to you on Saturday. Um, any final thoughts or anything you want to talk before we wrap it up here? No, I'm just, I'm excited to, to be at home. You know, I think, um, I think a lot of the parents are excited too. You know, a lot of them, uh, you know, they made the trip to Stetson uh, and they, they had all their reservations. Some of them even, even left a little earlier. Uh, so they, they were down there before they even knew uh, we weren't playing. So um, I know we, we have some of the best parents around and um, I know they're, they're excited to, to be out there in the stadium and watch, you know, watch their sons play. And, um, and I'm right there with them. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, the work that they put in and, and how they've really changed their mindset and, and how, uh, you know, they've really been focused on, you know, the, the day at hand and, and the progress we're making, um, you know, each day, as opposed to, you know, who we're playing. Um, you know, it just, it, they're a lot of fun to, to watch and to be around. And, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to Saturday. I think, you know, that's, that's the cool thing, uh, you know, playing a, an opponent a second time, um, you, you know, you have something to compare it to. Uh, and so, you know, how much you're improving or how much they're improving. And so it's, it's good then, you know, after the game, you know, reflect and be like, man, you know, if the game goes really well, boy, you know, whatever we're doing is working, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're making strides We're we're making progress. If, if it doesn't go well, you know, I think, you know, that, that, you know, you, you need to you know look at you know what you've been doing with you know a critical eye and and figure out okay well what 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 can we change and what what can we do to um to make sure that that we're improving at the rate we want to improve so um you know we'll have something tangible you know we'll have a a score to compare it to and and uh and, and an outcome to compare it to so um hopefully you know we we've made some strides over these last couple of weeks and we're gonna let it rip on on Saturday you know I I, I told the guys. You know, tonight that um, you know, you know, regret uh, you know, sure lasts longer than fear. And so um, you know, to 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 play the game without fear and to and to, and to really attack it and the, you know, and, and to go for it. And and I think and I think this week you know we're 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 starting to get a little bit more comfortable and and confident in, in who we are and and making those types of plays and, and strides. So I'm excited for it, man. Can't wait. One o'clock Saturday, Drake Stadium, Johnny Brightfield. Um, if you cannot make it to the game, it will be uh, on Bulldog Vision uh, through the Drake website, GoDrakeBulldogs.com. And also we'll be on 1350 for this game, hopefully. <laughs> I thought we were going to be on last week. That's why I'm saying that. But uh, uh, 1350, uh, pregame show at 1230, kickoff at one o'clock on Saturday. By the way, a little stupid trivia for you. How many times... After Saturday, will Valparaiso in their four games have played a team with the nickname Bulldogs? <laughs> That's right. Four. <laughs> they only played Butler and Drake, and they both have Bulldogs. All right, and you can hold me to this. This is my going to be my mark of personal improvement. You talk about players getting better and all that, team getting better. This is how I'm going to get better. The first time we played Valparaiso, I called them by their old nickname twice. Oh yeah. So I'm not gonna. I'm giving myself one. That's it. 
What so, do you call them then? The Valpo football team, like Washington? I call them Valparaiso or Valpo. That's it. That's what they request in their game notes. It says Valparaiso or Valpo. Or Valpo. So there you go. All right. Yeah. How many other announcers get two of their first three games against a team with no nickname? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, sounds like you're thinking about it. So you're going to, yeah, yeah, I have a feeling you're going to, the one you're giving, I don't even know. If, I bet you, you, I bet you better than that. But you yeah, I'll slip up once before it's all said and done. Eight, eight years of calling them their old nickname. It's hard, hard to just wash it away in one fell swoop. So I'll, yeah. I'm giving myself one, but that's it. So, well, hey, coach, good luck to you on Saturday. And uh, we'll be back again next week as you prepare for. Butler, correct? Yeah, yeah, heading to Indianapolis. You know, yep. so that'll be that'll be a fun trip. Uh, we love going there, and um, you know, again, it's close to Chicago, so we you know, we, we typically bring a lot of um people other than our families come to that game. You know, a lot of a lot of alumni and and uh, you know connections to the program coming out. And we'll review the Valparaiso game and talk about Butler next week. Hopefully, uh, be two and one, and looking at the last. The what final two games of the year, right? And it's flying by. Boy, no kidding. No kidding. You wait all this time and it's going by like nothing. So, but uh, weather's getting better and that's good. So, uh, should be a good last three weeks. But do want to thank everyone for joining us on the Drake Football Podcast with head coach Todd Stepsis. My name's Chuck Reed. For Coach Stepsis, wanting to wish you a great end of your week. And as always, go Bulldogs. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.